0: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Michelle Humes Live. We are here today with some of my super awesome friends, Rebecca and Jose Soto, uh, also known as Josh. Correct, Josh? Yes,
1: yes.
0: And I wanted to bring Rebecca and Jose on, Josh on, because they have done something that I think so many entrepreneurs dream about, and that is they have written a book uh so exciting welcome Rebecca and Josh and congratulations
2: hi thank you thank you for having us on Michelle it was amazing getting to see you again too, twice in, uh, in, in such a uh, short time mm-hmm. <laughs> Good, yeah we have
0: to make a more regular occurrence right
2: <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, and we got to keep doing it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think it is so cool what you guys are doing. Um Josh and Rebecca work together as a real estate power couple and they have taken the time. I think you really took advantage of COVID and taken the time to make something positive out of the last few months of 2020. So tell me what was the the reasoning behind why you wanted to write a book?
2: That's a great question. So the the truth of the matter is, it really wasn't on our <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> it wasn't on our radar. But after spending some time with a, a real great friend of ours, um, he just looked at us and said, "You guys have a story, and you really do need to share that." And uh, and he goes, "And I can help you do that." And I was like, "Really?" And so he said, "Yeah, I really think you should write a book." And then Josh and I sat back and thought about it. And we We're like, "You know what? It's true. You know, this is our twentieth year together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been all together. We've known each other. This year, it's twenty-three years. I was twenty-three when I met him, and now twenty-three years since we met. Wow. And um, and it's been it's been such a ride. I mean, in twenty years, you go through a lot. And um, and we've." Out of those twenty years, last fourteen years, we've been working together in real estate. So I figured, you know what? He's right. Let's let's write a book. Let's kind of journal the things that we've been through because you know we, when we came in, it was right before the fall of the economy, and so we went through that rush, and, um, and so I think there's a lot of lessons that can be learned from that from that journey.
0: Oh, I completely agree, and you know I'm in a similar situation. So my husband has always had a different job, but because of things changing locally and internationally right now, he's been working with us as well. Um, And so it's been so interesting to work together all day and then you go home and you're together in the evening. So what has been, you know, we talked about this, not everybody in real estate has a success story when they're working with their spouse because it's very difficult to have boundaries or to have staying in your lane. What do you think would would you would attribute, you know, your success to with regards to that? Because I know you do have a a great relationship and it shows, you know, I, from our friendship, I know that.
1: I I think it's just um, really just knowing um, each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses and roles within the, within the business, you know, like right now I handle one side of the business when it comes to more of the production side and um, training and just leading our team, Rebecca handles, a lot of the training and a lot of the marketing and just a lot of the back end of the, of the company. You know, we just, we had to um, come to an understanding that what's, what our weaknesses are and what our strengths are, and we were able to separate that. And at the same token, we still help each other out in either one of them if we need help. But um, I guess that's one of the things that we, we we recognized from the beginning that, you know, we need to figure this out, how to make this thing work as a team and continue growing with what we envisioned
0: absolutely so you mentioned your roles tell us more about which part of the business each of you do so josue you're in production
1: yes i'm in production
0: yeah, and you're working the list side again? No. you're working the list side correct most of yeah, the list of cool. your business
1: yeah i worked on the list sides and we have some buyers agents that we own that they handle all the buying side of it with. that's
2: been an evolution because the truth is it was really just both of us right. most of the time in production and now in this last year is when we've been developing those, those buyer, buyer agents and kind of getting them ready for that as well.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that takes building a team to a whole different level. I mean, I think that we've been through the same evolution. Doing it yourselves and being in production is a completely different ballgame than helping other people to build the business within the team, right? Yes. Exactly.
2: exactly. It's, um, I think it's something that as we have – grown and developed we realized where we're strongest at and so both of us are good at training and I think we really do enjoy that side of it um, but because he's in production I take the helm on that and so I'm the one that's kind of planning out those next training sessions and what you know all the activities that we're going to do and and uh and just kind of really pouring into that both of us are mentors with the company so mm-hmm. take that seriously and it's a nice journey so
0: far Well, I I was just I did a live yesterday talking about the failures in my business and how actually the failures and the things that you mess up are the reason why you can become more successful in general. Right. And so would you say you've had failures and how have you handled those along the way?
2: For me I think it's always those learning experiences. I mean if you are truly coachable, right? You're going to make mistakes. I mean, you have to be driven, you have to be self-disciplined and you got to get out there holding yourself accountable and then you're going to make mistakes, right? But if if we don't learn from those mistakes, then we're just going to keep making the same mistake over and over. So, you know, for every mistake that we've made and we've made planning <laughs> We just learn from that, and we keep rolling. We don't let that set us back. We don't let that. Um, it, it's never part of our language to say that, that's it. I'm done. You know, right. like I, I'm. I'm just real estate's not working for me. <laughs> that that's just not the way we take it. So you know, we mess up. You know, sometimes it gets messy and ugly, and then we're like, whatever. Let's let's fix this. Let's figure it out. What we got to do better next time, and let's keep going.
1: Yeah, I agree with Rebecca when it comes to that. You know, we. You know, failure is. Failures bring growth. You understand people need to understand that if you're not afraid to fail, you're never going to grow in whatever you fail in. So we teach our agents the same thing. It's like, listen, you got to go out there and do it, even if you fail at it, but you're going to continue learning from that experience and being able to, you know, continue growing, uh, developing yourself as a lead, as an agent, but also as a leader, because that's one of our emphasis is to continue growing our leaders within our team and to put them in that leadership role, show them how, you can be up here teaching also. So that's one of our emphasis. We take that really serious, Michelle. So that's that's where our goal is and our heart is is to continue leading leaders.
0: Well, I think that that is the difference between a growing organization and an organization that cannot grow. It, you know, it's it's up to what kind of leadership you have and growing your leaders within the team. We, we run a model very similar to that where I have to look and say, okay, what leaders do we have on board? And how can I help them move and elevate their level of thinking? One of my coaches always says, let's elevate the conversation because, you know, it's it's very um, tempting to get stuck in majoring in the minors, getting really, really stuck, especially on the operation side. You can really get caught up in those kinds of things. But at the end of the day, you have to elevate the conversation, elevate the leadership. And as the leadership can grow, you know, the organization will be unstoppable in so many ways.
2: Yeah, Um, I think um, in, in being intentional with growing those leaders, we, one of the things that we tell them right from the beginning is we want you to see it, learn it, teach it. And, um, and so even though they've already experienced one of our trainings, we're still going to ask them to come back again. And this time you're going to look at it with new eyes. You're going to pick up something new you didn't catch the first time around. And when you see it for a third time, you're going to start feeling more comfortable with it, seeing yourself teaching the same class. And so just kind of projecting that vision on them right from the beginning so that they kind of know, what to look for, what, what is expected, right? And um, and we tell them, you know, this is may, not, may or may not be for you, right? Not everybody has a heart to teach and that's okay. You're going to find your strengths and we're going to work with you where your strengths are.
0: And don't you think, because our team is the same way, they're so uncomfortable with teaching, a lot of them, right? Because they don't want to make a mistake. I mean, none of us want to make a mistake. And especially if we get up and think we don't know how to do something perfectly it's it can be embarrassing if you say the wrong thing but don't you think you learn from teaching i mean i've always said that when you teach something that's how you really get into mastery of of practicing over and over again
2: i agree with that and i think and especially because in, in our group we have specifically a lot of bilingual agents spanish english and one of the biggest fears is um, especially for those who are not strong in Spanish or vice versa, those who, uh, know Spanish, but they're not strong in the, or excuse, the other way around, sorry, English. Um, each side feels intimidated when they have to speak, you know, in, in that one language. So I've asked, I've had some, uh, Hispanic agents that I tell them, I want you to speak in English and they're scared to death and they know how to speak it, but they're afraid of saying something wrong. Mm. And then sure. by, so the truth is, I say, listen, look at me. I'm not perfect yet. I throw myself out there anyways. And the truth is, listen, when I get stuck on a word, I'm like, what's that word? And somebody helps me out and tells me, who cares? <laughs> who cares? You can't get so stuck on that. And and uh, so I say, make the mistake laugh at yourself. It's all right. You don't have to be perfect.
0: Yeah. And don't take yourself too seriously. Right. I mean, I think as we get older and we're grown ups, you know, we lose that sort of magic of just playfulness or, you know, not being able to laugh at ourselves. I think that when you can't laugh at yourself or laugh at like a mistake you said, or said the wrong thing, you know, it's just not fun anymore. Right. And we, we are making real estate fun again and life life's too serious anyway.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we agree. So we just tell them just, Say however it comes out. We're gonna help you. This is a safe space. <laughs> yeah, I
0: love that. And, they feel, and they
1: feel comfortable. Even even sometimes when they feel they felt that moment that they felt uncomfortable, after a while, when they continue, like Rebecca said, repeating it and just following through, they, they start feeling comfortable with with mm-hmm. our core, you know, our family. That's what I call our family. They're our, they're like our family. So it's pretty cool.
0: I always say that people will join an organization for a lot of different reasons, but they'll, Oh, if they'll come for money, they'll leave for money. Right. Mm -hmm. And if they come for culture and community, a lot of times they'll stay forever for culture and community. And so would you say that your community plays a big role in that?
2: Uh, For sure. I think, um, and, and I feel like this, this whole year has been a transitioning year. And one of the things that, that stuck out to me the most about a year about a year ago, literally, um, I was thinking about culture, right? So, like, you hear, you know, you have to have a really great culture, and so I'm like, "Yes, we're all about culture. What is our culture? <laughs> what is our culture?" And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, "How do you how do you conjure this up? How do you get this going?" And uh, and so, with that in mind, we just moved forward because I was like, "Well, I don't know how we figure out this culture thing. Let's just let's just move on, right?" Mm-hmm. And. So, we started bringing people on and as it starts taking shape and we really invested in those people that were, were grooming mm-hmm. and uh, and training, all of a sudden it started to take shape. And so um, today when I look at the group and I'm so proud of them because as we continue growing, it's not mm-hmm. just that they're coming in, to, to listen to us, to learn from us, but that they're working with each other. They want to help each other out. And I love that because I think a spirit of community, of empowering one another, of lifting each other up, I got this skill, you got that skill, let's work together and make something happen with this. Um, some of our agents, even though they're new in real estate, but they already were good in, in creating videos, and I'm so proud of them. They they go to the open houses together, you know, as a little entourage, and uh, and then of course I tell them, hey, listen, even if if your open house runs flat and there's no one coming in, you better start marketing. You better start taking photos, doing videos, and uh, I've been so proud with how they they help each other create their videos. So I mean, like it's, that that I think is something that I didn't expect it. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect them to help each other out, and I think that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, I love that too. Um, building a team can be one of the hardest things that we do in real estate because it's not just selling real estate anymore. Um, but it can be the most. I mean, I find it so rewarding as well when you see your agents taking risks that they wouldn't have taken on their own. That's a super rewarding feeling as a leader, in my opinion.
2: Absolutely, and I think as as you. Uh, grow into different roles in your in your business. Um, in the beginning, we came on and you're super excited to help those families. And that never gets old. You're, you're helping buyers buy their first home or helping that seller sell their house. And we love being able to be part of that and giving that service and, and, and being our best for them. But then it moves over to the agents. And so when you see these new agents coming on board and they're they're getting their first client for the first time, and they're like, oh, my God, I have a client. What do I tell them? <laughs> like, we train for this. <laughs> <Here we go." laughs> and uh, But that excitement when they close their first deal, I mean, that to me is priceless, too. So I, I get excited in their growth and their development. And, and it just, I don't know. It just it's been exciting so far. So I just, I'm excited to continue doing that. (laughs) Yeah. And just to
1: see our veterans actually helping our new agents, like the fairly new ones, I mean, just continue progressing and and leading and and just encouraging them and even getting on some of the emails and telling them, Hey, we're here for you. And to me that speaks to who who we are, you know, our culture. And um, I love it. I love to see that we're here for each other, no matter what position you hold within our team, you know, so. I it's think cool. it
2: started with us pouring into them and just kind of giving and being there for them. And that just is what keeps cultivating.
0: Yeah. So the book, I want everybody to know about the book. If you have seen the ticker guys, it's marriedinrealestate.com. And it's, it's an interactive book. Correct. I mean, it really is lessons. I mean, I've, I've taken a quick peek at it and it is really, really good. So tell me what you want people to get out of the book.
2: All right. Well, it is a book that's told by both of us. So it's my side and his side of the story and lessons learned along the way. So I think for me, I think what I hope that people would walk away with is that they would see the mistakes that we made. They could learn from that and um, and pick up some life lessons, you know,
1: mm-hmm. I think with me is. um some of the couples, uh, what we've noticed and we've introduced some of the couples is I think that we're all struggling with some some parts of our business and just uh, relationship-wise. And I think that I really feel like the book may not be for everyone, but I think it will touch someone in the sense of maybe they need they something to work on or something that they're struggling with and we'll be able to touch on something like that. It
2: shows kind of how we work through things together. And I yeah. think, um, you know, mostly uh, communication and um, and meeting in the middle. You know, compromise. It's, it can't be my way all the time. Although I always think my the best way. <laughs> no, we always come to an agreement. You know, we'll have our disagreements, just like everyone else. I, and I and I relate to so many couples saying we're imperfectly perfect. We are. We are so imperfect. But the one thing that we do do is come to an agreement. You know, when we've been struggling on something, and I'm I want to do it my way, he wants to do it his way. At the end of it, we take some time out, and we're like, you know what? Maybe we can do this, or maybe we can do that, and. That's what it takes, guys. That's what
0: it takes. I think it could also be a great uh, book for someone to read a man or woman that is considering going into business with their spouse. I think so much is changing around us and jobs are changing. Uh, this would be a great book, in my opinion, for someone that's thinking, what would it look like? How, who can help me that's uh, on the other side of this journey, 20 years into this journey, help me understand what this will look like if we take the plunge and get into business together?
2: I agree with that. I think anyone who's already married, anyone who's considering on, you know, partnering up with somebody um, or somebody who's just curious, you know, what what does that look like, you know, and and everybody's journey is going to be different. Everyone's personalities are different. So, you know, this this is going to be um, just a different perspective on how we made it happen.
1: Yeah, from the book, we're also creating the course also. So the course will be finalized soon. So it, you'll be able to kind of dive deeper into what we experience and be able to interact with some of the some of the courses and some of, some of the things that we do to help our relationship and our business working together.
0: Awesome. Well, the book is Married in Real Estate. The website is marriedinrealestate.com. Rebecca and Josh can be reached via that link. And I think it's really inspiring to be with, to get to spend time with you guys. Um, I love seeing couples that are making it work in business and they're making it work in their relationship. So if you had to give one piece of advice to real estate agents who are either in business together or they're thinking about it, what would your piece of advice be? Fight to the end.
1: Fight to continue fighting. Never give
0: up. I love that.
2: Like that. And I'm going
0: to say, I'm going to harp on just communicate and compromise. Communicate and compromise. You know, those two pieces of advice we can take into any really take the business piece out of it. I think that that would solve so many problems in marriages or in general in relationships. You know, there's so much where we dig in and we say, No, I'm right. And a lot of times, if you just say, Okay, but I might be right, but it doesn't really matter. I care more about this person than I do about being right. Uh, I think that's a great takeaway. Well, I am super inspired. I hope our viewers are super inspired. Go to marriedinrealestate.com. Get your copy of Josh and Rebecca's book. And uh, this is not the last time we're going to be hearing from this power couple. I have a very strong feeling.
2: Thank you so thank much you for saw. having us. we appreciate
0: appreciating that. You're so welcome. I can't wait to see you guys again. We're going to do some more masterminding. Stay tuned for our next Michelle Humes Live. We have a very special guest on Friday morning. The one and only John Black will be joining us. So we will see you guys next time. And I cannot thank you guys enough for your time today. So have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.